0: Okay, so now we are up to finish off chapter 39. Yesterday, we explained that really within low lishma when one doesn't consciously have the wings of love and fear of God, there's really two levels. And yesterday, we more focused on the person who did not get the right education from their teachers and parents, and got the body of Judaism without the soul, and therefore does the acts without feeling or, or consciously even like thinking about God. It's just, it's a culture, it's habit, it's conditioning, it's training, it's staying within the same safe grooves. That's a very, very hard situation. Today though we speak about something worse, because today we speak about someone The lower level of low lishma, the lower level of doing it without godly intent, which is deliberately utilizing Judaism for yourself, for your own personal benefit. Um, I want people to think highly of me, so I act very pious. Uh, I want to get a good shidduch, so I act pious in a way I don't really feel but I want to act in a certain way to make a certain impression. I want to get a certain job, so I'm doing certain things because to get this job, I have to do these things. I don't believe in these things, I'm not interested in these things, but I want the job, so I'm doing the thing. I mean, it could degenerate till someone who would, God forbid, learn Torah to mock it. But I'm saying more commonly it would be on the level of someone using Torah for their benefit. If I do this, then I'll get honor. If I do this, I'll get money. And I want these things. I want these connections. So therefore, I'm doing Torah and I'm doing mitzvahs. When someone acts this way, there is still a mitzvah that's done. If you learn Tyra, not you, <laughs> if someone learns Tyra because they want to make everyone impressed, then they want everyone to think they're holy. Now again, I just to put this in perspective, person could think, hey, sometimes maybe am I doing things to make a good impression on other people? So maybe we are, but ask yourself, would I do it anyway otherwise? If you would say, no, I definitely wouldn't, then we might have a problem. If you would say, I would do it, but I, I, I feel good when people are around, and maybe I do it, you know, maybe I davening more loudly. You know, just think of the child who's davening more loudly when they get the stickers or the prizes. So maybe the people's appreciation and praise makes me stig away and learn more, do more good deeds. But if nobody was around, I I would still do it. Okay, fine. So in essence, you are doing it because you believe in it and want to do it. Additionally, perhaps, you appreciate the praise, the accolades, the perks. And that's not in essence why you're doing it. But here we're saying someone who in essence is only doing it for other people's attention. And if other people were not looking, they would not do it. I'm giving the example of, because again, it's a delicate point. I want to explain what I meant before. Let's be for, I should have for marital purposes. The person would say, I would never, go to a class, but I want people to be impressed with me, so I'm going to go to the class. And I'm only going to the class to make a good impression. And that's the only thing I'm thinking about, the only thing I care about, that's the problem. If a person would say, I know I should go to the class, really I always would like to go to the class, but, you know, life gets in the way, I'm tired, I'm distracted, I'm, I'm busy, but in, in my essence core, of course, I, I theoretically want to go to the class every night, I just never make it. Now I have more of a push to go. I have more of a vested interest. It's in pushing me to get there. But if I take away that that extra layer of, of, of wanting to make a good impression and people should think I'm such an amazing person, it, it, inside myself I believe in it and want to be there too. I just don't usually get there. So hopefully, if we would look at ourselves deeply, even when we might say, I, I sometimes do things because I do like praise and attention and respect. But in essence, we know it's the right thing and we want to do the right thing. Here we're talking about a situation where the person is completely only doing it for their own personal motivation. I'm doing it only because I want people to respect me. And if there was no one around, I would not do this. I am doing this because to keep my job, I have to go to Shoals because otherwise people won't think I'm worthy of this job. I'm only going to show for the job. If I didn't have the job, I would not go to show such a situation and, and unfortunately there are such situations that's a big problem it doesn't mean the mitzvah wasn't done, the mitzvah was done you went and you davened a minion. That's, that's a mitzvah but the mitzvah's is trapped the mitzvah is trapped in the gulah, in the exile of your klipah the klipah being I'm utilizing Torah for my own personal advantage that's the klipah here so should you stop? no our sages say a person should always serve God, even if it's Lolishma Let me talk some balishma, because from doing it, not for God's sake, you will come to do it for God's sake. Which the Rebbe explains, means literally from within. That for a Jew, even when they really are doing it not for God's sake, within that there really is a for God's sake. And as the Altarev is saying here, what our sages are saying, on the, the simple meaning of this saying our sages, that the very act of doing the mitzvah, that godliness is a positive force, even though currently it's not going anywhere, it's not ascending, and it definitely doesn't have any wings, and it's trapped. But it's a godly force, and it will bring you. And eventually you will do tshuva, you will repent. You'll repent, meaning there's, there's a true repentance that's necessary here because there's a true klipa, there's a true evil that's trapping these godly energies. So you need a true repentance, but you will get to the true repentance. You will repent the meaning, not, and tomorrow I do it with love and fear. No, first you need to repent. Repentance meaning I truly feel bad that I was utilizing God's will, Torah, Mitzvahs, for me. It, it's such an abuse of the system. It's such an abuse of God. It's such an abuse of what he wants. He gave me a gift called the means of connecting to him and I was using it to aggrandize myself. That's horrible. The also Rebbe says, ben be Z, ben be you'll do tshuva in this incarnation. If not, you'll do it in your next incarnation. The Rebbe says on that, that, it doesn't necessarily mean a different lifetime, but sometimes within our own lifetime, it's almost as if we go through different incarnations. And I think this we can all relate to. You can look at yourself at age 50 and say, I think back to myself at 25, that was a different person. Or I think back to myself at 12 or 15, that was a different person. Sometimes. That within our own lifetime we feel we're in different incarnations, different selves. But sometimes it will come. In this lifetime, you'll be a different self. And you will truly feel bad that you were taking something as precious as a gift of connection and using it as a tool for your own benefits. Once you feel bad like that, you remove the klepa. Then you're in the same situation as the person we discussed yesterday. You have a mitzvah that didn't go anywhere because it doesn't have any wings. It's earthbound. Again, your tshuva removed the and Now your mitzvah that was originally done because I want people to give me something is now just like the person of yesterday who was doing the mitzvah because that's how they were trained. They're not doing it to exploit the mitzvah for themselves. And they're not doing it per se thinking about Hashem, thinking about God. They're just doing a mitzvah. So their mitzvah is earthbound. And we said yesterday that when such a person does the mitzvah, finally, finally they get there and they actually think about Hashem and they actually pull on their love and fear of Hashem. When they do that mitzvah right, finally, every mitzvah like that they've done, their entire life will fly on those wings. So you finally want that Shema for real? Maybe millions of Shemas are now elevated by this one Shema for real. You finally wanted Asha for real? You really thought, you really felt grateful to God, you really appreciated God giving you a body and love and fear God for giving you the health to function this way? All of the Asha of your entire life could be going up now. So just as that was true yesterday for the person who was just on mechanical autopilot, the same thing is true now for this person. Once he did Shuvah and took away the evil that was trapping his mitzvah. His mitzvah is earthbound, anchored to this world. But the negativity is gone because he repented. So now when he, like the other person, is also, yes, sir, and thinks about God and means it and feels grateful or, or, or gives charity, not thinking about, I want people to think I'm so generous. I want people to give me honor. I want a few more dinners that all my friends have to come to and listen to what amazing person I am. So you're truly giving charity because this is what God wants. And you love him and want to do what he wants, and fear him and want to do what he wants. Then that charity and all the charities you've done your entire life ascend to heaven, ascend to Shemayim, based on the quality of your love and fear. So the Rebbe says, therefore, it's important that we should never negate ourselves or, for that matter, any other person from doing mitzvahs, because we know that they either are not thinking about God at all, or even worse, that they're doing it thinking about their own personal benefit. Because even that example of the person thinking of their own personal benefit, we still would rather them do mitzvahs, because we trust their godly inner self. And we know the time will come when they'll repent, and then the time will come when they'll do this mitzvah for real, and then the mitzvah they did today will ascend. And therefore, it's worth it. And we encourage them to do the mitzvahs, no matter how limited that mitzvah might be at this moment. And that was the end of Chapter 39. Any questions? Please unmute yourself. Star six. Okay. Happy preparing for Pesach.